Hi, friends. Welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month, you'll hear from me and my guests, ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Deep Dive. I'm really excited for today's episode. I have my friend Rachel Weathers on with me. Rachel is someone I met, I guess, through social media years ago. And then I don't even remember, actually, when we first, when did we first meet in person? California? Yeah, in California, when you and um, Jessamine were teaching in Riverside. Yeah, you came to the workshop. That's right. Yeah. So we met there. And then we've just like, kind of become homies, like over the internet and just off and on. And I feel like we've kind of just had each other's backs in that way that's we give each other space when we need to do our thing and then we know we're there for each other when we need each other and I really admire um your vulnerability and authenticity and that's something that of course always is important to me and it's just there's not a lot of it so (laughs) I really you know I appreciate it in you and it's what I guess really drew me to you in the first place so anyway thank you for coming on the pod today Thanks for having me. That is also something that I really, 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 really admire about you too, honestly. Thanks, girl. So I wanted to bring you on because I feel like you've been, you've like undergone an evolution of sorts, I think, (laughs) from what I've seen in the last year or so. And I'm sure you've been through many evolutions and will be through many again. Um, But I, I guess what I wanted to specifically talk about was like, you took this break from social media and probably from other things as well. And I I would love to just hear like what brought you to that? What gives you the strength to like step away? Cause I struggle with that. And then like, how did you recalibrate to figure out what you wanted to do next? So yeah, I def and basically at the top of the spring or in spring, I think it was like March. Yeah. February, March. um, I was just like, completely just worn just worn out just by so many things and it was like so many it was I was worn out by so many things and then in combination with like I guess like not addressing some other things too you know what I mean I was just letting I was just letting things pile up on me really and so by the spring it was just it was just too much of a load for me to carry and I just felt like I was being so fake by you know pretending that things were cool so I was just like I just need to go away and I need to figure out what it is I'm supposed to be doing too because at the same time I was also feeling doing this like everything was like why am I even doing this everything felt like just going through the motions you know Mm. and so um because I was just I felt so just like worn out from just you know the life that I had created for myself I decided to just go away and figure out what it is I really do. And I'm doing it, you know, in a healthy way. I shouldn't feel so just like drained by it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I went, um, I went with my girls to Memphis. So we, I stayed with one of my, um, friends in Memphis and it was really cool. So for about three months, I think it was. And I just took the time to, um, really just unpack. And I thought it was all like career things, but it really wasn't. It was mostly like family things and like personal things. Mm. It really, I felt like the, you know, work being, um, in the ruins was just a result of just undiscussed Mm. situations. You know what I mean? So, and you know, when I first, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just take a break. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just figure out what, you know, I'll just figure out how I can email people better because I suck. And that's what I thought <laughs> it was. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll be back in like two weeks, you know, oh but God. then I started to realize like, you know, actually it's not, emails aren't that bad. It's something else, you know, it's something else is causing me to think it's emails, but it's not emails and it's not traveling and it's not any of those things, you know? Um, totally. But even still now, like, I still feel like I am still recalibrating, but um, I'm definitely more calibrated than I was like, by far. Um, like more specifically, like just with teaching, it's been like nine months or t- like nine or 10 months since I've last taught. And I I still haven't really figured out like the words or what it really, what my feelings are towards teaching now, but I'm just, I don't know, like, I'm so, I'm just like in this space of just weirdest, it's the weirdest thing. Sorry, let me cut you off. I just, I just lost you for a second. It just cut out when you were saying, I don't know, just a second ago, (laughs) if you want to just repeat what Uh you were saying. Um, I was just saying, um, I think I was just saying like, I feel so Oh my gosh, sorry, my oven just beeped. I was just saying, I feel so like, so I feel so, I feel like I'm questioning everything that I'm doing, but I also feel so sure about things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And and at first I felt like totally nuts by coming to that conclusion. But then I felt like it was kind of like a, it was a good balance because it's like, is this right? It's, it's, I'm so certain about it, but I'm not too big to think that it could be wrong too. You know what I mean? Or think I could be yeah. wrong too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, I feel like I'm in this state of confusion, but I also feel like I'm in this state of certainty at the same Yo, time. It is why, the weirdest thing. Why at the are same you and time. I always on, like, I swear we won't talk for so long and then we're on the same page every time. <laughs> I, I swear. Like I said the other day, I was on my story talking about how I feel really devastated about some shit, like personal things that are going on in my life. And I feel devastated by them but also completely fine and it's this like and I guess that's the epitome of like contentment it's like this ability to observe what's going on truly without like placing all these judgments on it and creating all of these stories about it and being able to just feel shitty or not know or you know, whatever it is, and just be fine with feeling that way. It's like, man, this like really sucks right now and hurts really bad, but that's okay. Like, and that's all it is. I'm just like, cool. Like, this is just what it is right now. And at some point it won't be this and it'll be something else, you know? So I feel that. I feel that like, I think that's the epitome of what that balance is. It's almost like that reminds me of, um, like the the concept of of fear and courage like being opposites when in reality you need courage to walk with your fears not like eliminate the fears to move forward you know yeah yeah Yeah. so what do you feel like you had what do you feel like you got rid of um 
You know, Dana, I don't really know. <laughs> but I I don't like I can't even pinpoint it. Like I feel like I just needed time to breathe. Mm. I I don't know like but I will say this for sure. I like and I I hope I carry this for the rest of my life if it keeps serving me. Like I go days without talking to anybody and I only talk to myself. And it's just allowed me to just do it just it allows me space to really do like the internal work and really figure out and have and give myself time to be honest with myself like you know like why are you doing this or why are you thinking this or why are you doubting yourself in you know whatever area um and do you feel like taking like has it always come has it been a process to learn to yes. be able to do oh, that yeah. Because it's I been suck such a at that. I'm always like, I feel like I, I gotta get all, back to people. No. And... Yes, no. I used to be just, you know, I, oh my gosh, if I didn't text you right back, call you right back, like the whole world was about to end. And I was just so, I was just so like, just very on it and very like, I don't know, timid, rigid by it. I don't, I don't really know what to, what to call it. Yeah. But I don't know, just, I just started forcing myself saying, okay, nope, today we're about to just, it's about to just be me and you and we're about to just think and we're about to just write. And one day turns into like two, turn into like two days, turn into three days. And now it's like every, like, I honestly, I take a break from everybody for like every, every maybe like four or five days. I just take Mm -hmm. like two or three days to myself because, um, I don't know. It's like over the past few months, like living, it's like it became really real to me living like a life of unhappiness like not that it was ne- not that it was ever a fairy tale but it was like just like a concept but it became really real and i'm like i am doing all i so it's like now i'm intentional about trying to do all that i can to not create a life where i look back and i'm like damn i just spent 20 years creating something that i didn't even mean to you know or creating something right. that I had no intent. There was no intention in it anyway. There, you know, anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just I created something just to make money, but there's no fulfillment in it. Like, damn. So it's like I feel like being unhappy is so real to me now that it's being happy. Uh, did I just say that right? Yeah, being unhappy is so real to me now that I like take every opportunity to you know add to my happiness. Every like literally every chance that I can get because yo and that I love that like that's your birthright that's let's yeah. literally yeah you know and it's so it's awful that it's so hard to do that and that everybody feels like it's so hard to just take time and do what they yeah. need and some people can't take the time to do what they need yeah. like I always feel so grateful for the privilege of like being able to step away yeah. and have everything be fine and just go into my own world because yeah I don't have kids and I can just like you know you know I can yeah. just do my hermity thing and it's like people really do need that like I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago on hustling just non-stop hustling versus actually being aligned with what the heck you're trying to do which might be a slower process but is one that is filled with much more joy and passion and actually fills something in you instead of just being a part of like the rat race and climbing the proverbial just, ladder exactly um, you know. yeah, I just feel, I just feel so much more aware of that now. And I'm just like, yeah, I need to make sure that, and like, honestly, that those, like that thought process brought me to the conclusion that like, why do I even feel like I have to live where I live? Like there's so much world. Yeah. And so like, 
this coming year, like I'm trying to be really intentional about traveling because I really don't think I'll even live in America like long term. Yeah. I'm just like I just feel like my my mind has you just expanded so much. Like even like as far like as far as my personal success and my just life in general, like, you know, like I wanted to be successful right here. And it's like you girl, you can be successful anywhere. And the yeah. definition of success is your own definition. And I don't know, just making that more and more real to myself um, no, has definitely that. been helping me. And I'm just, yeah, and I'm just like, that right there has, I feel like, given me permission to try not even so much new things, but things that I haven't done in a long time, like creating short films and like shooting these mu- music videos with my girls, like yeah. doing stuff that I really, really, really love. And I'm just like, this is successful. We we finished the project. You know what I mean? Yeah, you did it and you love um, it. And I love that you yeah. share it even though people aren't expecting it from you. You know, like it's so easy when Not you're on social media to get bogged down by what everyone is anticipating from you all oh. the time. And then you start doing that because it just becomes this vicious cycle when there's like 10,000 things that I the, love. Like <laughs> the hamster wheel. Yeah. I, and I definitely battled with that before I started, you know, showing it. I was just like, oh, people just want to see me do a downward dog. And then like when I started over these past few months, over my silence, I started realizing like, yo, like you're just performing, girl. Like, girl. Yeah. You don't no, even seriously. Like doing this. And it's all that's what it is. It's like it's all performative as hell. And as, yeah, as like and the moment that you feel that, you yeah. you know that you're not in it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I and, feel that. Yeah. So, yeah, girl, I went I went through it for real and I was just like I I just everything just needs to be I just want every like I'm trying to like clean house within my life like mm-hmm. everything needs to be intentional and mm. um just for the good, you know what I mean? Totally. Well, so I, do you, I went through a lot of just randomness. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I do you struggle with, do you have anxiety? Girl. Anxiety, social anxiety, depression, like, what's your deal? <sighs> I have it all. I, <laughs> I definitely have social anxiety. That the other day, hard. yeah, the other day, I definitely was journaling, and I... Wait, I just lost I you again. Wait, cut like when the last time I had done things. Wait, start again where you were just journaling. Okay. okay, yeah, I was just journaling and I was writing down like the last time I had done things because I've I've been in the house a long time now and I was like, okay, let's let's check on you, Rachel. When's the last time you you know? And I realized I definitely um, have social anxiety because I literally I do get invited to things and I do see things I would like to go to. And I don't ever go. That's me. <laughs> ever. That's me. I haven't been, I haven't, I met just, day before yesterday, I was with a, a childhood friend and she met this girl and invited her to the beach with us. And I was talking to her and I was like, honestly, I can't tell you the last time I met someone new. Yo. Like. <laughs> oh shit. I told her that. And she was like, are you serious? I was like, I can't tell you. Like, I actually was in there. Like, I met them and like, oh, what's your name? And like, okay, let's go do this thing now. Like, oh, okay, you moved here. Like, I can't remember the last time I actually got to know someone. And I was really thinking really hard. Wow. That just hit me because now I'm like, it's it it really hot. I mean, the last time I can think of people that I met was my partner's friends and like barely 
And those, I think you know? those were the most recent new people that I've really taken the time to get to know. That is, gosh, that is so true. But I have it too. I have, I have so much social, social anxiety and I just want to say no to everything and just be alone in my house. Yeah. Just be alone in my house and then just say no and take all the naps. And I'm like, <laughs> this is, this is great. And so I'm like, okay, this, okay, hold on. Let's get this balance right. Yeah. But, um, I definitely, um, definitely deal with depression. I definitely went through definitely the deepest um this year um wait i just lost you again. Into the i don't spring. know why it keeps doing really that but it keeps cutting out on me it, it, you were just saying um that you fell into a deep depression yeah really at the end of last year and at the top of this year through the spring um definitely started emerging out of it while i was in memphis with my girls but i and I started to, once I started to, um, like start working through it because for a while I wasn't working through it at all. I was just sitting there, you know what I mean? Um, but once I started working through <laughs> it, I, was, <laughs> I started to see like, or I started to, you know, like think back on my life and think back about just like the, my personal characteristics that are still the same, because I always just feel like, I'm still the same. I always just say like, I'm still the seven year old. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm bigger now, you know? <laughs> um, and I started to kind of just like unpack, um, old, old kind of habits, but really not really a habit. Cause it's things I was doing as a child. So very pure, you know what I mean? Um, and even when I was a kid, I remember struggling with depression. I would, any little thing would just, kind of just set me into this spiral of like self disappointment. Like mm -hmm. it was, it's the most, to me, it's like the most bizarre thing to be so little and to think as deeply as I did, but mm -hmm. I did. And I would just like think myself down into the pits of like, just horribleness. Like, um, I even remember just like, um, just like doing activities. Like I felt, you know, like, if I couldn't excel at it, you know, just very small childhood thoughts, but the same in adulthood, just deeper because my vocabulary is bigger and I've had more life experience. And so now I have more words to say as to why I should be depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but finally dealing with it into the adulthood, you know, getting help, starting a therapy, um, has been amazing, honestly. Um, and just kind of like learn, not even kind of, factually learning myself and trying to set myself up for success. Like when I feel like shit is getting too crazy and I'm about to just recluse into this cave, like kind of knowing who to reach out to and say, Hey, like, Hey, I'm about to go into my cave. Like help me. You yeah. basically, you know what I mean? That is huge. Um, I mean, yeah. having that kind of support is hard first of all, cause it's there's so, so much stigma around mental health and everybody especially if you're entrepreneurial and you seem strong like you have your shit together and like everybody just assumes you're fine all the time so asking for help do. is so hard and then there's just so much stigma around it as well so like even having the strength to ask for help is huge I struggle with that so much and then knowing who to go to and being able to have the awareness to, to catch yourself and know when you need to ask for help like that's Man. such internal work that is so necessary I have to really thank my friends, though, uh, Taliba and Ari, because I've never, I don't have any sisters, so I've never been in, like, a close space with women before like that, you know, over a period of time. But when I was in Memphis, we were in each other's spaces every day. 
Wait, pause. Hey, I just lost you again. You just were in, like learning. I just lost it was, you again. You were in each other's space. You're saying you were in each other's spaces every day. Just start. Yeah. There. Just okay. Just being in each other's space for like that 90 days or 100 days, whatever it was, was amazing because I had never, I've never had a friendship that the person actively sees something is wrong and doesn't let it go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I've never experienced that before. Not to discount anyone that's ever checked on me, but I've never, and just like the way that they did it was so just, oh my God, I, it just blew my mind. Like I felt, I felt like they retaught me how to communicate essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, but that right there helps with me communicating like, Hey, I don't feel like this. Um, my friend Ari, like I feel, I, I really feel like we speak another language because sometimes it'll, you know, it'll be a text like, yo, I just don't, I'm just, I can't, I don't feel it today. And it's like, she understands like, girl, I get it. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. Uh, yeah. And just being able to say like, I just can't today and have the people in your life be cool with that is huge because so much of the time the expectation is coming from the people that you are closest with it's like you get invited to your friends or it's a family thing and like you're anxious that day and you don't want to go but you feel obligated to because it's them but it's like those are the very people who you need to be supportive and like understanding of just where you're at and it's like you would think if we all love and care about each other and want to support each other it would be like that but again there's so much stigma around all this shit that it's like so much this thought process Um, of like why can't you just get it together and come yeah but it's not um, that simple yeah for anyone listening like i definitely wait i lost you again i lost you again for anyone listening amazing Dang it. For anyone listening, thinking like, I wonder if she has like family support. I, I no, no, not family support. Definitely have friend support though. Yeah. Um, one thing, yeah. Depression is very stigmatized. Um, especially in black households Mm -hmm. or at least in America. Oh my gosh. It's, it's honestly like, I'll just, sometimes it'll just be like in conversation and someone will just say something and it's just like, Wow. Totally. When you feel like, I mean, the the perception is already that you're going to be strong all the time. <laughs> all the time. or <laughs> And you don't you get to not great. do that ever. So. Yeah, you grew up great. Nothing crazy happened to you. So how could you be depressed? Right. Totally. Well, and also just in black communities, it's completely discredited. And I feel yeah. like so much of that comes from that same narrative. Like, yeah. Oh, but it, yeah, but especially mine and my family, it's like you grew up great. Like, what's what's what could be wrong? And it's like, right, yikes. right, yikes. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. exactly, yeah, no. And it's just like it's something I wanted to come and talk about because I just know that people there's just so much shame in talking about it. But I don't know anyone like every single one of my friends, whether they're even aware of it or not, deals with some kind of anxiety, some form of depression or functional depression or just or even if they don't deal with those things like in a chronic way, have days where they just can't. And I feel like people need to be able to just say that they can't. Like I had this experience last week where um, I'm working on um, a writing project right now and I had something due to the agent and I just like couldn't I was going through like all this emotional crap stuff with my partner like work things and just I was so overwhelmed that I just felt like I couldn't 
do anything and I just needed to stop and take a break. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I need to get this email to her. I have to get this out. Like they're, they're going to like drop me if I don't get it to them on time. And like I created mm-hmm. this whole monster in my head about what was going to happen if I just like took the time that I needed. And then as soon as I emailed them and just I just said, look, like I just need a second. Like I'm just going through a lot of stuff and I can't write this right now. And they immediately mm-hmm. responded and were like, take your time. Don't let this add to your stress. And I'm not saying that that's always the case, but it was like I, I looked at that situation and and just had to laugh at myself for how big of a monster I created uh, <laughs> about like what was going to happen if I just took the time that I knew I needed. And like that didn't happen at all. Like it was fine for me to just take that time. Right. I, oh my gosh. I, I just kind of went through that with um just like launching my new store. Like I was so driving myself insane about the fact that some of the orders were coming late. And finally, after <laughs> two days of like ripping out my hair, I emailed them, <laughs> the people, <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay, no problem. And I was just like, exactly. Oh, why? Why were you tripping? Like, why? Like, it's not, it's, and, oh my gosh, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Yep. And it's amazing when I can remember that as opposed to when I can't. It's like, why can't I always remember it? Because some days I do. And I'm like, it's no big deal. Like, no one's going to die. This is fine. Totally. Yeah, I think we, it's that just is, like you I get overwhelmed. Like you let one thing yeah. overwhelm you and then the next thing comes and then you get to a place where you're just like, if I can't do everything right now, everything is going to fall apart. But it's never that. It's just like you yeah. have to take baby steps and if, get clarity. If I can't do everything right, right now, the world is done. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, and it's. Like where I am mentally when that happens. I'm just Wait, like, no, I can't. I just There's all you. these things. I lost you again. I don't know why it keeps doing that, but every few minutes it cuts I off. lost you a few times earlier, but like, one, well, one, I didn't say anything. But two, yeah, I don't know why I didn't tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's okay. I mean, I th- I think it's... Uh, but I, I knew what you were saying because it just came right back and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I hope it's picking up on this thing. Well, we'll listen to it. And if not, we'll have to record again. But anyway, <laughs> so I also... I love to talk to you again, girl. Yeah, always. <laughs> I... I want to hear about your time in New Orleans because I, I just, I love it there so much and I just feel like you would love it there. So I just want to hear about so, your whole time there. It was absolutely amazing. The food was amazing. I know I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. <laughs> the food was phenomenal. And actually, I, I want to tell you this funny story. You're actually going to crack up yeah. really hard. But the food was amazing. My time was great. We uh, It was me, Ari, Taliba, and then we went down and we stayed with uh, Taliba's friend, Nishan. It was really cool. So it was, a, it was just, you know, like a big old girl's trip. Um, we also drove up to, I can't remember what, like, part we were in, but we went to, we went and visited a plantation. So it was called the Whitney. I don't, yeah, mm, I think it's called the Whitney. I don't know that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know that one? I said, no, I don't know that one, but there's so um, many. Yeah, we, we drove up. To, I don't even know. I'm not sure why we chose that one. I'm not sure if it was the only one open or I think it was the one that was open and that was the closest or something like that. But anyways, we went up there and that was because um, we wanted to really make our New Orleans trip like we wanted to, you know, see like everything. So yeah. went up to the plantation. That was a whole experience in itself um, that we can get into in another podcast. I, I just lost you again. And I got bullied <laughs> by the teacher. No. 
right okay. before you got Did bullied. you hear me the yoga? No. Yeah. Um, let me tell you how I went to yoga and I got bullied by a teacher. What studio? It was Oh no. What studio? <sighs> Girl. You gotta tell it us. It was Magnolia. It was Magnolia Yoga Studio. I don't even know that one. What happened? I honestly I would I would love to know what happened too. I don't know. Oh, I don't shit. know if she thinks I don't know if the teacher thinks like I don't know. It was the most bizarre thing, but like she she was already a very like I could tell she's a very like structured, like Bikram type teacher, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, which is already a style that I'm just like, it's not my favorite, but whatever. If I'm going to your class, I'm going to do what you, what you do. You know what I mean? So she's already like kind of rigid. So it's not like the soft, like, ha, hoo, hoo, ha, you know, <laughs> it's like leg up, leg out, right, whatever. Right. <laughs> but she was given the extras, like she, the whole class, Dana, the whole time she was telling me what to do, telling me I was doing all of these poses wrong. Like, it was like simple things like a forward, it was like a seated forward fold, like not even bending all the way forward, but kind of just grabbing big toes, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, this one specific, this one specific moment, she literally made me start my forward fold over <laughs> in front what? of the class. Girl, it was a crazy, I've, me and Ari thought we were like on punk. It was the craziest thing. Wow, so I was like, wild. do I know her? Like, this is crazy, you know? So, I'm like, do I know her? So I'm like looking through my social media, like, do, like what? What could I have done to this? I've never, what? Like, what? Do you think so, that it was possible it, that she like knew who you were and was like, it was yeah, like a power so, trip thing or like? Yeah. So I think it was like a little power trip thing, but also <laughs> well. I found it in my email. We had emailed before, but we, the conversations never went anywhere. It was about me coming to New Orleans and teaching, oh. but like I never made it to New Orleans. So Wow, interesting. Um, yes. Yeah, not surprised though. I mean, there's a whole lot of that. And I mean, there's a whole lot of that from so many different angles. Like I talk to my fat students all the time who get overcorrected and then there's plenty of racist yoga teachers too. And then there's people who like see people on social media and then it's a power trip and yikes. Yeah, it was weird. And it was like, it wasn't like I walked in thinking like, say hi to me, girl. I just was, you know, I just signed up like everybody else and just yeah. went into my mat like everybody else. Wow. I got bullied. So a negative yoga anyway. class experience. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wowie. Honestly, it was, right. Wow. Wow. Um, which was really funny because I was not teaching anymore. And I was just like, wow, like this is, this is insane. Yeah. But that definitely is not my New Orleans. My New Orleans experience was phenomenal. I can't wait to go back. Um, I would love to go back for like two weeks. Yeah. Um with like a nice budget so I can stay at like a really nice little cute spot and like maybe like the French Quarter or something. But anyways, it was so amazing. I felt so close to home. Yeah. Um, even though I had never ever been there. And in Memphis yeah. too, I felt the same. I felt a lot of like just like moments of just like homeness mm. and just like warmth. Um I think I just feel that down south period, but New Orleans was definitely um it was extra special because the culture, the colors, um we shot so many photos. It was it was just an amazing trip. We drove there from Memphis, so we got to see oh, nice. everything, you know, from Memphis all the way down. Yeah, it yeah. was it was amazing. I love New Orleans so much, I, and it always know, feels like home. You're Nola trees. Like I want to be Nola butterfly. No, right? 
<laughs> like New Orleans is just so inspiring to me. Like I, I, it was just such an inspiring place to be. Um, and there's something about the city like it's very somber. Like there's a lot of devastation. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of like there's a lot of pain. You can feel the pain, mm-hmm. but then you also you feel the joy and like you feel the sense of even though all of that is there, people there's such a strong sense of community and there's still that joy and that's so powerful like there's just nothing like that and I've never experienced that like I have in New Orleans and it just has this this energy you know that just inspires me every time I go I feel a little more settled and a little more like comfy being myself and just in what I need and it's that they call it the big easy for a reason (laughs) for sure (laughs) No, I love it. I definitely, um, I can't wait to go back. And you definitely have inspired me to take more road trips. I yes. will say that. Ooh, um, like by far. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I just want to see, I just want to see everything and you can't see it in the airplane. No. And honestly, it's like, we, we have the ability to do it. Like if yeah. I have the free time and like the privilege, just all the, the, the means and everything to be able to do that all the time. I'm just like, why am I not doing that right now? Like, why am I not on a road trip right now? Why am I not traveling? Like, why am I doing mundane shit? <laughs> and I'm always just like, there's just so much that I want to do. And there's always a million excuses not to do mm-hmm. the thing. But like, I don't want to blink and have not done all the things that I want to do. Same. You know? Same, girl. I love Same. that you're doing that. I love that you took this time Thank for yourself. You, you know? I Thank feel you, like me I'm... too. I really, I really, I really, really, really am too. Like, I feel like... I feel like I'm starting over from, you know, square one with so much knowledge and that excites me so much. It scares me that I'm at square one, but it excites me that I like, like I know what to do kind of, you know what I mean? Um, And yeah, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do all these things. Literally, like I put it in my bio, like doing all the things that scared me the most because everything that I'm doing is very like terrifying to me, but I'm so, I just, I'm so proud of it every, you know, every time I, you know, reach a, finish another baby step. I'm so proud. I'm just like, yo, like this feeling is so priceless. I couldn't get this doing what I was doing before or just doing something just because. Totally. No, there's nothing rewarding. Like the thing that really brings you joy and that you're passionate about. So do you feel like, do you feel like, like, what do you feel about like the yoga world at this point or like your place in that or not? Uh, Honestly, I don't even, I don't, I don't know. Like, do you think you're going to keep teaching? I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel that. I feel you. I I don't know. But it's like, I do still have a dream of opening a studio. So I'm Mm. like, I don't know. Mm. I'm just so like, but there's just so many question marks. And I just feel like. Wait, pause. I just lost you. So many question marks. Many times I'm hurt, like, and I'm just like, or, you know, yoga and business has broken my heart. So I'm just like, I, maybe I just want to do this on my own again. Like I did before. Wait, I'm sorry. Start, start that again. I heard it was something about before yoga breaking your heart. Yeah. I was just like, um, yoga and business has just been so like heartbreaking. And I'm just like, maybe I'll, maybe I'm just going to go back to practicing on my own privately. Like it was before. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't, I just, I'm not sure yet though. Um, I definitely like the step back definitely let me see a lot. Like, I felt like I already saw a lot of BS, but once I stepped back, 
it was just like incredible. And I was just like, like an incredible amount of it. And I was just like, I cannot, I can't be a part of this. Yeah. I can't even be a part of this. Kind of, like, no, I'm not even on this panel. Like, no, bye. That's you exactly know? how I feel. It's literally exactly how I feel. Like I can't, I, I, I it doesn't sit with my soul. Like I can't, yeah. uh, it makes me uneasy and like sick and stressed mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, to yeah. be involved in it at all because I just think most Same. of it is so disgusting. <laughs> and I just, yeah. I got to this point where the only way that I felt like I could continue moving forward was to create that pay what you can platform and just have that be basically the only thing that I'm going to have anything to do with the world. (laughs) Yeah. Which I love so much. I love it so much. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to adopt that same thing, which is probably going to be same with me. The only, my only access to it, unless I open a physical place, um, which I might or may not, I don't know, but yeah, just like being a part of like the mainstream and like the, you know, like what we see on what people see on social media, Facebook, Instagram. I'm just not interested in him because it's honestly, it's not helping. It's not helping. It's not helping anyone. Like, it's really not. It's not helping anyone. All it's doing is reinforcing oppressive systems and diet culture and all sorts of crap. And I'm just like, what is the point of any of this shit? And honestly, I can't. The diet culture in the yoga world is literally sickening. It's like, sickening. If- it's really sick. No, it's, it's sick. Really, it's really sick. <laughs> like, like, I really, really like... Sick. And every time I see it worded differently, I'm like, wow, it's getting sicker because you worded it different. So you know what it sounds like and you try to word it different. Okay, No, cool. exactly. Like, you're trying worse. to manipulate and trick people. But that's been the epitome yeah. of the diet industry since day one. Exactly. Like, that's exactly, exactly what it is. I was looking at this company yeah. called Asana Rebel, this company um uh-huh. called asana i think it's an app or uh, online classes or something and i someone directed me to it to look at it and i was looking on there and it's like th- there's programs for bikini there's literally a program called bikini body there's a program like, what? called uh fat burn like a fat burn program like it's all yoga for fitness and it's just and i'm just like I can't, you know, I feel exactly the way you do. Like, I just truly can't. And if I I can't see, like, I can't see any more, like, seas of tiny white people, like, all huddled together doing (sighs) yoga, you know? It's just, like, it really is exhausting. And it just feels like a constant fight, like, you know? Like, it just feels like a constant fight. Like, it's, like, for me, personally, I'm trying to create space for fat people. I'm trying to create space for people who are less able-bodied in that sense that they can't just like go to a class and do what all these tiny people are doing not non-stop and I just can't like it feels like this constant fight because I'm bombarded all the time with these visuals of the way that yoga is marketed and I just feel like that noise is just so damn loud that the more it I even so look at it the more upset I get because I feel like I'm screaming like into a void yes no same literally and it's it blows my oh my god it just blows my mind how complicit some people are with it and I just I like you said I'm exhausted. Yeah, exhaust. It's ex- it really is like I'm. It's just very very draining. I mean, and obviously the lawsuits <laughs> were draining. And then by the end of that, I was like, I just need out of this. But it really oh truly god. is exhausting. And like I can't have any part in it and be well with myself. And I, I mean a whole. I've realized just such a huge part of my well-being comes down to that yeah. very thing. Like the thing that launched me into this career and all of it is is sort of now the very thing that like 
contributes to so much of my distress that I feel. And so it's that crazy. Yes. And so it's been such a recalibration into like doing the podcast instead, doing the the accessible content online and just like really, and I'm still refocusing. Like I just want to do more writing and speaking and even less of anything asana based. And it's, um, you know, it's just, it's been a, it's been a wild year. <laughs> just like a lot of transitions, a lot of learning. No, same. Um, learning. Completely the same. Completely like, I'm, I'm just like determined to, to build. A- Wait, I want sorry, to do. sorry, like, start again. I just, you said you were, you're determined to build. I s- I'm just determined to, yeah, I was just, I'm just determined to build just a life of happiness, literally. Yeah. A life of happiness and simplicity. Yeah. That's what I'm I literally want not to. worried. Like, I'm trying not, you know, I'm trying to remit, remind myself not to worry about anything else because that is so opposite to what, you know, we're told to go and get. Like, there's like this standard timeline we're supposed to follow whether you're ready or not. And I'm just like, no, I don't know. I don't want, I don't subscribe to that. No, totally. Because like it's I just like the whole concept is like it's tradition. Like everything is tradition. Like these time, the timeline. Tradition doesn't mean shit. Like tradition, tra- tradition is literally rooted in like all oppressive systems. So I don't even know what that means. Everything. You know? Everything. <laughs> like, and I feel so. And I feel. And I feel like that time away, I got. I learned so much. I don't know what I was doing before and where this information was and why I wasn't getting it, but. What? I just feel like I'm so. Wait, sorry, lost you. Aware. I lost you again. That, that makes I lost me you again. The information you didn't know you were getting before, or you didn't know where it was. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just felt like this information was being hidden from me, and I just didn't know where it was. Like just about myself, and about like just how you said, like so many oppressive systems and so many things that you're so just, um, you know, g- grown up into thinking, and then you finally like, wait a minute, no. Wait, sorry, I lost you again. Uh, you're used yeah. to ways of thinking, and then something. Um, dang, I forgot what I said. Oppressive systems lead you to a certain way of thinking, and then. Oh yeah, I was. Oh yeah, because you were saying there's so there's so there's so much oppression rooted in tradition, and I was like, I was just saying like, yeah, like even learning, just I've learned so much over the past, you know, few months about just different things that even I was practicing, and that were just like you know, just mindless, just traditional. Like I'm just doing this or, you know, that's cool because it's traditional. It's like, no, actually that's not cool. So it's like, I don't know. I've just, I've definitely, this transition has been like wild. And it's like, I almost want to fast forward like 10 years to look back and to see like what was going, what it had, what, what this was for, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like, yeah. you know, cause something, like, cause I, something amazing. Like, so there's yeah, so many know, amazing I, things coming. Like, what is it? Yeah, I'm just like, what is it? Like, I want to know what it is so bad, but can't fast forward. So whatever. But um, I, yeah, I really am. Like, I just, I feel like I'm a completely, no, it's a fact, I'm a completely different person. Because, like, I've even, some people have even said it to me, like, you're so different. And I'm just like, good, basically. Good. <laughs> me good. too. I love it when people are like, wow, you've really changed. And I'm like, yeah, yeah hell yeah. Someone has said that to me in a while. Like, it's been a while since someone's, like, years. And someone just said that. I was like, thank you. I was like, whoo, whoo, confirmation. Thanks. We're doing mm-hmm. something right here, you know? Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, 
honestly, it's like, I just feel like I'm this young, single black girl trying to figure out (laughs) everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know I'm not the only one. Like, come on. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Well, I think you're doing a dope job. (laughs) You inspire the hell out of me. Like, I love you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you. You inspire me too. I'm just like, oh God, Dana's always working. I feel like I'm always on self-care day and Dana's working. (laughs) Oh no, I'm on self-care day all the time. (laughs) See, I'm like, I'm extreme. I'm so extreme. I'm one or the other. Yeah, me too. I'm either all the way hot or all the way colder all the way i'm like work 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 to distract myself and that's like my way to like deal with my life and also get shit done or i'm completely horizontal like in my bed for like days eating and watching netflix and doing nothing so no i feel you i like my self-care days plenty (laughs) um dang you just you just cut out but you just came back oh that's all right i heard you say i love my self-care but um yeah i love honestly yeah I'm just trying to navigate through being, tw- I'm 26 now, so, and I'm just like, like what, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, how do I, what is my part? You know what I mean? And I still feel like I'm figuring that out. Damn, you're, tw- I always feel like, it's so funny because people always think I'm older. I thought, I feel like you're older, but we're the same, we're the same, I'm 25. That's so funny. In my mind, I feel like we're both <laughs> old. We're so young. <laughs> Like the amount that I stress and bug myself out when I'm 25 years old and have done more than I ever could have dreamed in a lifetime. And yet it's like I'm 25 having a midlife crisis or something. It's like, calm down. Like, I honestly need to calm down sometimes. No, seriously the same. Like my God, mom, she sends me this video of this of Jada Pickett and in the video specifically, it's so beautiful because she asked these two girls how old they are. And they're like, I'm 24 and I'm 27. And she goes, you all are babies. And it's so like, ugh, like calming, like literally take my shoulders away from my ears because I really be feeling like I need to hurry up. Like I'm in a rush. Oh my gosh. And I'm just like, girl, relax calm down no exactly and like, like everything I really is do so stress. cool like i have like i really stress like i have all these things and it's like you really need to calm down because you're just you <laughs> totally and also just that like your 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 worth and your happiness isn't determined by how much shit you produce and like how much um, that you can like show for yourself in that way and there's just such pressure to do that and i've already i have fucking shown more for myself in the last five years than I could have imagined showing myself in a literal lifetime. So I I try to remember that to put that in perspective and just be like, yo, like, just chill. Like, I need to chill. Yeah. No, yeah. No, for real. Sometimes I do. I'm just like, Rachel, you need to chill. Because I'm always like, I realized the last like two or three years, I was always like, just like sprinting. And I'm like, girl, take your time. are definitely same age <laughs> oh i lost you the connection really jumped cool. out again anyway all right well i feel like we've already been talking for 50 minutes like how does it fly by so fast <laughs> 50 really wow. yeah i think we, i think we should talk again and get more specific on some topics oh totally i mean i could have you back on for like 18 different episodes 
truly. Oh, sounds good to me. Um, but yeah, let's wrap it there. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me today. I'm happy we hit a bunch of different things, like talked about mental health a little bit and the yoga world and just like being being able to take time for yourself. And I think it's really important for people to hear this from anybody, but especially from people that people look up to and idolize and put on pedestals on social media to just know that like we also deal with depression and anxiety and we're also just like humans, just like everybody else and struggling just as much as anybody. And like people really need that, those visuals and that representation. So I appreciate you being transparent about all of those things. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me the space to speak on it. Hell yeah. So where can we like keep up with you? Like what are you doing these days where we find your stuff? And <sighs> so pretty much my only outlet is um, Instagram right now. Um, but even still, it's yeah, basically Instagram. I'm on there pretty kind of often now. And now you're um, Rachel Speaks. Yes. So it's R-A-C-H-E-A-L underscore Speaks. Cool. And it. yeah, you can find me there doing something that's making me happy. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. All right. I love you, girl. Thank you. Love you too. Bye. Talk soon. Bye. Hi friends, Dana here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Deep Dive. If you want more radical truth, make sure you subscribe. You can also keep up with me across social media at Dana Falsetti or visit my website, danafalsetti.com to find workshops, speaking engagements, or take an online class. See you next time.